If I put more people into a broken system, all I'm doing is highlighting how bad I am to more people. Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Welcome back to our four-part series, Turning Leads into Lifers. We're here at Proven in Nashville. Shout out for letting us hijack their box. It's not even open yet. We've, of course, got Cody over there looking through some questions, directing us. But today, we're going to talk all about sales. Well, and we got Nate behind the camera, too, making all the magic happen. I didn't even see Nate. Magic. Nate, welcome. Magic, magic Nate. Back we're going to talk all about sales. We talked about leads. Now let's talk about when that person makes their way to the box. Yeah, so largely we're going to cover in here is like, hey, so I've, I've got a better hold on it. How do I improve conversion, right? So let's say I've improved the number of leads at the top of the funnel. How do I start to improve that conversion? So there's going to be four big pieces to this. One is just understanding the sales process. What is the sales process is for? Just very, very high level kind of meta understanding sales generally. Two determining what your offer is going to be, right? So once I understand like, hey, how does this process work? What am I taking them through? Then what is the actual offer? And we don't mean like what your membership costs, okay? We're talking about like, what, are, what is the offer that you get them to, that you're giving them to come in the door? Mm-hmm. Then what are, what's the anatomy? What's the mechanics of that whole sales pipeline? There's a lot of ways to do this, but we're going to just some basic kind of road roadblocks here, or not roadblocks, but basic like uh, checkpoints that you would want to take somebody through in a sales process. And then lastly, tracking. So those are the four things we're going to cover. Um, but let's start with sales, like just the, the psychology of sales, I think is probably a good way to think about this. Yeah. I've, I've, I found that in, uh, in our experience, a lot of people go into it with the, the wrong lens, the wrong perspective on what this is. You know, we, how many times have we heard, you know, I just don't like sales. I don't, I don't like to sell. I'm not a salesperson you're projecting that because of how you're viewing the process. Again, you are in this business because you want to help people change their lives. So let's just take a step back and look at what we're offering people. We're not selling a gym membership. Gym membership. We're not selling workouts. We're not selling, don't say I'm like selling coaching. I'm selling. Let's just pause. What you're actually doing is you are changing someone's life so profoundly in a way that they don't even know yet, unless they've got CrossFit experience and a, and good CrossFit experience. I like at a great gym where all these boxes were checked. They're coming in with a, usually a one dimensional problem of like, I need to lose weight. I don't like the way I look or whatever. The, I want to win this next race. They come with it with whatever their reason is that gets them in the door. And not only can we solve that problem, but we can solve that problem 10 times over that they don't realize that not only are you going to lose the weight, but you are going to change your relationship of, uh, with fitness and your understand and how you even feel about yourself and your body, your confidence, how you carry yourself, how that's going to impact your career, how it's going to impact you as a parent, how it's going to impact your sex life. Like the list goes on and on and on. All Why'd of you look things. at me when you said I, you, I, Jay's going to go buy a gym membership now. <laughs> Where do I go for this? No, but I think what you're saying is so true. Affiliate owners, they look at it like, oh, I can't charge this much, but they forget they're so far removed when they found CrossFit, all of those things happen to them and that's what they're selling to someone 100 percent. so you got to just think for a second be like what i'm they're coming to me you're the doctor they're the patient they're coming to you and saying you know 
ouch, my tummy hurts. And you, you understand what all is behind that yeah, gotcha. and helping them. Oh, it's a gut thing. And we're going to actually help you fix your diet, which is going to make everything a hundred times better. You're welcome for not only fixing your, your stomach ache issue, but in and in. That's what we do. We, we profoundly change their life. So the value of what we're offering here is not, I saw, I am going to help you lose. What it was it worth to you to lose the weight? Sure. You can have that discussion as part of this, this intro conversation. But at the end of the day, the frame that you should be looking at, this is like, I open this gym to change people's lives in a way that they can't even understand. So it's my obligation to give them the highest likelihood of success. So that's the whole leads process. That's why you got to be on top of it. Urgency, get back to them quickly, build a relationship right up front, have them actually show up. Awesome. They're here. Now we've got to move on to the next step and actually create the opportunity for them to go, Oh, Oh, I totally need to do this. I'm going for it. Let's do it. Yeah. And I think the, what you're kind of outlining here is like when people say they don't like sales, it's, they have not created a process that they feel good selling somebody. And when, and there, and again, there's no perfect way to do this. There's no one set way to do this. And dude, I've taken gym owners through half a dozen different variations of this. Cause like, I don't like it. It just feels weird. And I'm like, let's change it. Like, let's change it. And, and finally one sticks and they're like, this is the one. And I'm like, and then I talked to them, you know, weeks later and they're like, dude, we're conversion is up. They're building like, confidence. They're, well, they're building confidence because they built something that they feel good taking somebody through. Right. Yeah. So if that's you and you're like, I don't like sales, what we have to realize is like, you have a process that you don't like. Therefore, the person on the under, other end of that is very likely not going to like that. And, and by the way, you said something, you know, affiliate owners don't want to be in sales or something like that. Too bad. You're in sales. You're <laughs> well, like, yeah, selling is selling is a the foundation of any business. Because if you can't turn an idea into money, whether you're selling a product, a service, doesn't matter. There's no business. No money means no business. Everything right? in the business. You don't get to change anybody's life. I don't care how passionate you are. Nothing's happening. Yeah. But a cool shift you can make is stop looking at it as sales. Like I, I need to be a salesperson because that's an identity that most people have a shitty relationship with because they think used car salesman or that one grimy sales guy that was too pushy, whatever. You, you get to be a coach. I'm going to help you understand how I'm going to help you not only solve that problem, but your problem and then some. And have you have the, the, the breakthrough of, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. This sounds like I could actually do it and I'm going to give it a shot. And then that's when you've got to do all the rest and actually deliver on all the things. Great onboarding integration, great classes, all the things. But you can, you can put on the, the, the identity hat of I'm going to coach this person mm -hmm. through an education process, which means I'm going to learn about you in the process so I can understand your background. Mm -hmm. What had you come out here? What are, you, what, are your, what are we working with here? What do you want to accomplish? And we'll get into that. Yep. So that they, they can go, oh, all right, this sounds awesome. So that's your frame. And so then after the reframing, then we have to look at like, okay, what is the, what is the initial offer that they have? Meaning, yep. and some people go sweat, no sweat, or just think investment of time or no time. Right. Meaning like, hey, I'm going to come into the gym and I'm going to work out or I'm not going to work out. Both of them work. Yep. Both of them are effective. And then at this, in the same breath, different variations of that are really bad options depending on the gym. Well, I think we've all run through all of those. Right? We've both... I know you and I have both done sweat and no sweat. Have you you've done? I've never done CrossFit. I... <laughs> <laughs> but and and you have to just figure out what you prefer and what works best for you. And of course, like we've talked about with with leads, 
tracking those things and figuring out what is working at the affiliate. Well, I don't even, at, the, at first it's like not even necessarily what you prefer. It's a combination of what you prefer paired with what can you facilitate Boom. well, yeah. which is like, there's again, hey, like what kind of onboarding should I do? And I'm like, we have to talk about so many other things. You're like, the only one you're here. You're the only like, one here. Like there's many, many variations of this. So the first thing we have to figure out is like, based on what you want to do and what you can facilitate, what am I going to offer this person? Yeah. And is it very simply like, are they going to work out like a, some sort of a, an intro class or is it going to be a discovery call or a consult? Something where I'm just going to have that conversation. Now, you're going to have the conversation in both variations of those. One's just going to be a little bit more truncated, you know, as a more of a screening call. But you have to make that determination first. And going back to the previous episode, whatever you decide, this is another mistake people make, and it screws up the sales process. Go back to the previous episode about the website. Everything in that process should communicate exactly what you are about to do with them. And if, if there's a disconnect there, it's a, it's a micro fracture that hurts the sales conversion, right? When they said, hey, I was going to go in for a no sweat intro. And you're like, hey, let's set up a discovery call or a consult. And they're like, I just wanted to come work out. Like, that's a problem. Yeah. So which do you prefer? I prefer with a workout. Uh, but before we talk about that, the, the, something you just mentioned, uh, there are actually multiple versions. Of the way you can look at this and how do you pick it. First, understand what needs to happen regardless. Yeah. I need to build rapport with you. That means we need to get to know each other and and start and to like each other, right? And make them have nice warm fuzzies. Number two, I need to understand why you're here, what you're trying to do. And then I need to walk you through what we do and how, and how you can get started right now, how you do all those pieces is going to determine your staffing resources. And that includes your resource, your, your own time now. So that means it could be the sample class. It could be a no sweat, right? So least work, you have no time, no bandwidth, one man show. Come you probably class. have to come have someone come to a class, talk to them beforehand and after, or maybe I'm too busy. I'm coaching the class before that's a phone call. So that means that call that you do to book them in has to be that like rapport building and all the things. Yep. So you got to make sure all those things happen. But now if we skip to, if you're going to do an intro session, now it's the sweat, no sweat. So like he said, both work. My preference is to do the workout because I want them to sample the, the material and it gives me different ammunition. That's my preference. Fern crushes it, doing it without it. So and let's, let's talk about both. When you were doing yeah. that, what was the workout? So I, this is an important component because most of the time people are like, awesome, so I'm going to take you through your first CrossFit workout. They write something on the board and they're like, hey, don't worry, we're going to scale it. That's what we do here. And they're trying to showcase the scaling piece that makes someone feel like they're, Oh, great. Look, Not they already have enough. to change the workout on my first day. I'm, I can't, do, you're, you are literally underscoring, circling and highlighting the, I can't we were do, this. do this, but you can't do but it. So you I'm going to do this. So you're not very fit. So, <laughs> yeah. so instead the way that I approach is I have the workout in my head. So usually I pick something that's got like three stations. So we're going to do a kettlebell swing. We're going to do an assault bike. Um, and, um, fun, uh, like exciting a ring movements row. that they don't do elsewhere. I pick novel things. So like a kettlebell kind of looks and feels cool to people who haven't yeah. done this kind of thing. A ring row, I can scale right away. I can make it really hard if someone is fitter than I maybe guessed. And same thing with the bike. And they're really easy to teach, right? Dude, so we've been someone using can't a kettlebell, uh, bike workout for our first session for three years. Beautiful. It is universal. And like it destroys it does, you. Awesome. It doesn't matter who the person I mean, is. Yeah. So three rounds, 10 at each station. And you, the way that you do it is you're like, awesome. You ready for your first workout? Let's do this. All right. You ever used a kettlebell before? Nope. Oh, nope. Perfect. Grab this one and you coach them through it. 
be, you have to actually be a coach. So you're going to watch how they're moving and you're going to make adjustments. Nope, that's great. We're going to keep it at that one. Or you're like, yeah, I thought that'd be a little too light for you. Let's go ahead and grab the blue kettlebell. Let's bring that one over. That's a cool move. That's a pro move. Like, oh, you're fitter than I thought. Right. And then you go to the, then you go to like the ring row where you're like, awesome, let's, let's try it right here. And you're like, ah, pretty easy, right? We'll adjust or you're like, ah, you know what? That's perfect for you. That's awesome. See that little line? I want you to put your toes right by that line every single time. Put lines by the rings, by the way. This is a little pro tip. That's Make it easy. Yeah. Then you go to the bike. All right, let's try it. You know, 50 RPM. How's that feel? All right, let's try 55. Getting kind of spicy. Awesome. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start over here with the kettlebell swings. I want you to give me 10 good swings to eye level and, you know, whatever your cues. And then we're going to go over to the, to the ring rows. We're going to do 10 ring rows with your toe on that blue line right there. Then we're going to come over to the bike and we're going to do about uh, try to hold about 50 RPMs. Now I might make some adjustments as we go. I might swap the weight out. I might move what line you're putting your toes on. I might change the RPM based on how we're going, but let's have some fun. You ready to rock and roll? We're going to get through three rounds. Let's have a good time. Key component of what you just did there was you did not box yourself in when you gave this workout to them, meaning like you didn't give weights because we don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. And the bike can, I can adjust that on the fly. Hey, slow down. Yep. Slow down. Go faster. Slow down. Yeah, go totally. faster. Right. Real quick. Yeah. But but not boxing yourself in there gives you the ability to dial up only wins. And I think this is That's really important. Right. There should. And I tell people this all the time. And I'm like, and this, what you have just designed, is a series of losses that this person is going to encounter in this workout. That is not where we're trying to start their journey. I'm like, well, we wouldn't want it to be too easy. And I'm like, wrong. I want them to walk out of here feeling, feeling like a good. fucking rock star. Yeah. I want them to be like, I can do that. Like if they are not yes. leaving that session thinking, I can do this, we have messed up. Well, we have messed up. In 2009, like you want, opposite. yeah, you, I, I remember. You didn't throw up? You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to fit in here. You're going to Somebody came in, and I told you, I think I told you, in his fatigues. Oh, and yeah. I, he was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I was like, hey, that's Tiff over there. You're going to do Fran and she's going to, you know, smash you. And then she proceeded to, and it was like, sign me up, right? Like, but that's that was a early very adopters, different right? type early of adopters, person, right? Yeah, now we're trying people. to show everyone that they can do CrossFit, yeah. and exactly what you two just laid out is important. But even even that guy, I do the workout as the kind of like at the two thirds mark, so or like the halfway mark. Well, you join them? No, 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 no. I, do, oh, I get to know them. The we build rapport. Yeah. We yeah. talk yeah. about the things, and then yep. I'm like, cool, you ready for your workout? And then we close at the end after the workout. So you've already built up some understanding. So I already know what version where of this I'm, person. Yeah, where yeah. I'm going to go. With then this, I yeah. get to see them move and I'm not boxed in. Now the point here, we should never take them over 70%. Like you said, they should walk out of here going like, dude, I totally crushed that. Like that was fun. I feel good. I feel energized. Nothing should be, no one should be feeling ill. No one should be like, oh my God, that was so hard. They shouldn't hard. be having a problem getting off his shitter the next day because they're so <laughs> sore. Like do not do that. Right. Because the point is, is to give them a little taste in a way that get, makes them say, I think I can do this. And that was pretty fun. And most importantly, you did the thing that you are selling, which is I actually coached you. I gave you real high quality coaching. I didn't just put it on the board or do a templated workout. I made you feel it. I connected with you. I'm using your name. I'm cueing. I'm fixing so that this person goes, that felt different than anything I've ever done. I felt like I can do it. And after the conversation we and had leading into person. it, right. And it's like, this guy actually made this really fun. You know what? Okay, let's go. And that's the goal. Yeah. I, I always tell my coaches and the people who work with them, like, when you put that workout up there, I should have had a series of conversations prior to that. That like, I'm like, hey, here's the workout. Here's exactly what's going to happen in this workout. Right about here, it's going to get a little bit hard. This will take you about two and a half minutes. They go out there. They're like, it's more trust. It's exactly what happens. And they're like, 
everything that you said came to fruition. Yeah. And you seem like an expert when you do that, by the, the way. Well, that's the whole purpose, right? It's, it's gaining that trust with them so that they're, I'm putting, I'm, I'm subtly handling them their future objections, which is like, I'm going to get hurt. I can't do this. And I, and I'm afraid of doing all of this. And they, they leave that interaction going like, there's no way this guy's going to let me get hurt. He told me everything I was supposed to do, exactly how it was going to happen, took care of me the entire way. And I feel pretty good after we're doing that. Like, yeah, let's do, let's do this. So, so Marcus talked about a sweat intro. What do you do differently with a no sweat? I've done both. You, the, the conversations are, it's more of a screening process, right? So I think <laughs> sometimes if your gym is a little bit, uh, if it's moving at higher RPM sometimes, like you, there's just some screening on the front end of that. So we've been running... Uh, we ran consults for a long time and we've been playing around a lot with discovery calls too, just like a quick five minute call just to see where this person's at and then go in. So we actually added a step, but it, it, it can improve conversion for sure when you do that. So it'd be like, Hey, you know, like, Hey, tell me what you're struggling with. Like, how can we help you? So now I'm, they're giving me all the answers. I don't have to do anything. That's a pro move. Don't add steps. No, until no, no. You have the staffing, yeah. the experience to actually know what you're doing. No, no. Yeah, I don't suggest. But we were running just a consult prior to that. Like 20 minutes, they come in, we sit down, we have that conversation in person, we give them a tour, and then boom, that goes right into like booking them for their uh, for their onboarding. So um, that's we've been doing a variation of that for probably three plus years, maybe even longer if I think about it. Affiliate owners, if you struggle building systems, if you struggle taking some of the things that are burdening you inside of the affiliate and handing them off to somebody so that they could done better than you hit us up, we'd love to help you with that. One of the key things about running a highly successful box is building systems and then being able to hand them off to the team so that they get done no matter whether you're in the affiliate or you're out traveling or you're continuing your education. So hit us up, we'll help you build those systems so you can run the best box possible. What's the mechanics of this? Like how do I design this, right? So to keep it very simple, you think about like, hey, what's initial point of contact? What happens immediately post an initial point of contact, right? So it's a, go back to the previous episode, like, hey, form gets filled out on the website. What happens? Do they get information sent to them? What is my role now? Am I reaching out to them? Is it a text? Is it a phone call? So you go through that. And then what happens behind that? Am I booking them right into a free session? Or is it a consult that then goes into an onboarding of some site of some sort, which then goes into however many sessions that is going to be. But you should be able to very clearly identify, hey, here are all the checkpoints, right? Starting from like, hits the website, we get on a phone call of some sort to either establish like you're going to come in for a workout or a consult. You can go either route, doesn't matter. Then from there, what happens next? Do they go into an onboarding? You may not have the bandwidth for an onboarding. You might have to do a single session onboarding, which is what we teach a lot of people that are, you know, one person band. It's like, hey, Saturday... 15 minute overlap with the class so they can see what's going on, right? We take them through a session. We talk to them about CrossFit. Maybe we have a little discussion about nutrition, take them through a workout, close the loop on that sale Mm -hmm. and then move them into a class setting. So you have to really think about like, what are the exact steps that are going to happen? Because then this starts to highlight all the very intricate details on like, when are they going to sign the waiver? How do I collect payment? How do I discuss payment? But like you first have to put the groundwork in there like, hey, these are the checkpoints. Once you have the checkpoints, then you can get in the weeds, right? So we understand the process. We were looking at like, hey, I established my offer. Where does that offer sit in that pipeline or that sequence of events that that I'm going to take them through in order to move them along the journey so that they feel good about it? Then at the end, that takes us into the last speech is like, now you need to track every step of that. Where did it break? 
where are people falling off? Which is why we have people do their affiliate logbooks, right? Just like, hey, we need to see everything in that sequence because they're like, I'm not, I'm not getting any leads, and I like, I want to see the logbook, and they're like, boom, I'm like, it's broken right there. You're getting leads. You're not like, tell me what you're doing. They're like, oh, we're doing. I'm like, how are you doing it? They're doing this. I'm like, stop doing it like that. That's why. And this is the importance of tracking. It's just like your like your logbook when you train. Like, I'm not getting any stronger. I'm like, can I see your training? They're like, oh, it turns out you never lift heavy. Let's lift heavy once a week. Like address the actual problem, but everybody goes to the top of the funnel. Like there's a problem here. And I'm like, there's 12 steps at the bottom of that. Six of which are broken. All right. You don't need to put more in the top. You're just going to... It's leaky bucket syndrome. You're just going to pour more in the but all, broken But also, bucket. just the, this is the understanding that if I put more people into a broken system, all I'm doing is highlighting how bad I am to more people. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like You need to fix that first, right? And the first process is establish what is the sequence. Okay, cool. Now measure every single step of it, meaning how many leads did I get? How many of them responded? Okay? If they responded, how many of those got booked into... Uh, a, a no sweat intro or a sweat intro or whatever it's going to be. And then was there, was I not converting? Cause if they're coming in for that, the conversion should be very high. Right. And then if they're, I'm like, okay, tell me what you're doing. Right. Okay. We did this. And I'm like, all right, well, let's reverse the order of that. Maybe like, Hey, uh, I remember who was it? Uh, somebody they get, they were getting stumped in the, in the, um, in the sale. Like, and then they're, when they're going through prices and I was like, tell me how you say it. I'm going to like, we're going to role play here real quick. It's like, oh, well, I say it like this. And I'm like, oh, it's backwards. You're saying the numbers in the wrong order. He was like, oh, I'll explain I'll what you mean. Meaning like the, if you have a tiered pricing system based on uh, like a contractor or an agreement or something like that, the no commitment is the most expensive one. And he was starting with the least expensive one. He's like, hey, if you're here for a year, it's like this. And, he, and then he's going from low number to high number instead of the other way. Talking like three days later, he's like, converted all five. And I'm like, you just switch the order. Right. The, but these but are the nuances. But these are the nuances that you get to after you outline. Okay, these are the steps that I'm going to take them through. So let's talk about that. The anatomy of the the session itself. Yeah. Right. So it's build rapport. That means connect, get to know them a little bit. What do you have in common? Doing a little bit of research ahead of time. Look someone up on Instagram. We were just find, talking find about something. The risks, you, right? You will be correct. You will be so much better off if you have a little bit of background on the individual. Start the conversation. Not creepy amount. I prefer creepy. No, just, you know, you true. were saying like back in the day you worked at the Ritz and it's like, hey, you know what, where they came from? Do they have kids? They want to go to Disneyland. Like, you knowing that stuff, unreasonable hospitality, if you will, is it, like, because think about Ford, the right? Like, well, hey, what, hey, what do you do for work? Where do you, where, where, like, are you from here? Right? Like, right. You got kids married? Right? Oh, I see you're married. Do you have kids? Boom. Research. Just a couple things. You're like, yeah, and I used to play uh, sports and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool. And like, now I have all the information that I need right. to help this person make the decision that they want to make, by the way. It makes it feel less clinical. It's about, remember, we're trying to start a relationship. a relationship. So make, start a relationship. Like, how would you make friends with someone? Like, you wouldn't be like, hey, tell me about your problems. You in common, right? <laughs> so, so you start with building rapport. Then what I like to do is I like to get into discovery mode where it's like, awesome. Well, all right. So you, you said you've tried CrossFit before. So I'd like to get this on the call and like gather, I gather a little bit of info on the call so that I have something to start with, to mm-hmm. continue the conversation rather than starting from scratch. So it's like, awesome. So this is your first time trying CrossFit. You've tried CrossFit before, uh, by the way, different flows for new versus experienced is, is how I approach it. I have, cause we're different contexts. So I'm going to ask different questions. So just for those watching, we're talking That's about a, a brand slippery, new CrossFit. It's a slippery slope to have that split, I think, for a lot of newer business owners. This is what I'm getting at. Okay. So what we're talking about right now was talking about the general anatomy, but you can get nerdy, okay? And some people are ready for that. And if so, we'll help you with that and affiliate you. But 
it's build rapport, then it's learn about their experience and what their understanding is of CrossFit because you're able to expose the fact that they don't know what we do most of the time. So you can ask questions like, awesome, so it's your first time trying CrossFit, you know, um, tell me, you know, before I get into what we do and how it all works, tell me about your understanding of CrossFit. I'm gonna let them tell me so I know exactly where they're at. I'm not making any assumptions in this. My, I'm the doctor. You're the patient. If I'm going to give you an accurate prescription, which is what I'm doing at the end, then I need the right information to make sure that every piece of it is accurate. So learn about their background and their understanding of what we do. Then you get to say in their own language, based on what they, what they're, and what, by the way, all like, you know, you've worked out in the past, like, what have you done? What's worked for you? What hasn't? That ammunition, that conversation gives me all of the language to now explain to them in plain English. Don't try to avoid constantly varied functional movement, high intensity. Don't use any of that. You're like, exactly. You know how you said when you were at the boot camp and you loved how it changed every day? Really similar. We do something where the workouts are changing, but we do it for a little bit different reason. But in plain English, in their own words, explain to them what CrossFit is in, in a simple term where you're like, yep. And we, you know, the workouts change every day. So you don't plateau like you did when you were there before. Plus we've got coaches who eat, sleep and breathe human movement who are here to help guide you through the whole thing, making adjustments. So if you're having an off day or if you're, you know, you told me you have a bum knee, we'll work around that. No problem. Explain it in a way to where they go. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's your only goal right there. When you're explaining what CrossFit is, make them go, oh, that sounds awesome. Cool. Keep it simple. <laughs> in their own words. A, a perfect example of that is we used to take them through because that's what we do the 10 general physical skills. They're like neurological, uh, organic. Like, what is that so even nerdy. Mean? But so it, by in going through that so many times, I was like, what, what's the simpler version that conveys the exact same idea? And I was like, okay. He was like, I was like, so I told him like, Hey, so we want to be good at everything. So there's, let's, let's assume there's like three modalities in fitness. Like, Hey, there's weightlifting, there's cardio. And then there's the yogis. I was like, I kind of want to have a blend of all three of those. And they're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. That's the given, goal. Right. Instead of going through the 10 of like, Hey, like, what's a cardio, <laughs> what's cardiorespiratory <laughs> endurance? And when you say stamina, what do you mean? Um, so taking it those things and, and yeah, it's too much information. And I was like, Hey, and if you wanted to throw one more in there, I was like, Hey, like uh, bodybuilders aesthetics, right? We want, we want to do all these things and we want to look good naked. And they're like, yeah, that sounds I, great. I want that. Yeah. And so, that's the whole goal, right? So right. now we've built rapport. We've understood about, we've learned about their background. We've explained to them what it is that we do. We also want to understand, and you can, you can adjust these a little bit, the order, but you also understand what it is that they're trying to accomplish. So what brought you here? What, what, what's the problem we're trying to solve? And, and really understand what it is and, and ask questions. Keep asking, digging deeper. Don't take their first answer because usually the answer that they give you is going to be their rehearsed answer. And I mean, in their head rehearsed. Um, of the problem they're trying to solve. Oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. You know how it is. And you're like, awesome, cool. Why is that important to you? What's that going to do for you? Like, what, how is this impacting your life? And you keep going three, four, five layers deeper because that's where the real answer is. If they start getting uncomfortable, you're doing it right. Because, and that's why we build rapport first. That's why we learn about their background. You're validating everything is, yep. Oh, totally. Got it. Great. Yep. And then this is the part where I really got to understand what's going on. If I'm going to give you a prescription at the end of this thing, I need to know what we're actually trying to solve. Describe it to me. And really understanding what, what the issue is for them so that you can say, awesome, perfect. Well, we, that's exactly what we're able to do here. And we've, got, we've had incredible people or incredible um, success in helping people with the exact same problem. Um, walk them through then what your options are. And you say, you know, and there's details we can get nerdy on, but you want to walk them through. Well, here's, here are the things that we offer. We are here to help. This is what we do. And then some 
explaining what you do in a way that explains value, not features and benefits. You're not running through a list of all the things. It's not like, well, you get a CrossFit membership. It's 175 bucks a month to get access to classes. It's cool. You got to frame it up a little bit. Hey, you know, we've got, we've got classes in the mornings. We got classes in the evenings, um, classes on Saturdays and Sundays in the mornings. Um, you, you know, over 75 classes a week or whatever the number is, 50 classes a week. Um, you get unlimited access to those. We've got regular workshops where we're working on things like on mobility and we bring in specialists or we have our own in-house specialists. Uh, we teach you, teach you about nutrition. We help you with accountability, which I know you said was a problem for you in the past. So if we don't see you for a week, would it be helpful if we reached out to you to help you get back in the rhythm? Happy to do it. And you're, you're addressing their problems and solving the problems and the unspoken objections. Because if you've done these enough, you know there's a handful of the same issues for everybody. Solve the problem before you get to the pitch. So that when you get to the pitch, we're like, awesome. Well, hey, your goal is you wanted to lose those 40 pounds by the time you have your wedding in, what was that, 10 months from now in August? Awesome. Here's how we're going to do it. Yeah, and this is the key. You're walking through it. Like, so if, if somebody's trying to figure out if they're, if they're accurately doing all of these, this is the... The person asking all the questions is in control of that conversation. And if you're just telling them all your stuff, this is not going the way that you want it to. So no. if I ask Jay or ask you enough questions, my, my close or my pitch at the end starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because I, I know exactly what it is. I'm like, hey, yep, we can do all of those things. Here's how we're going to do it. Um, let's get you started. What's your, what's your schedule and look keep like? And it, keep it simple. People like to get... They like to over, they like to list off too much detail. And if you're too detailed about all the things you're going to have to do, they I'm going to need lost. to see you six days a week. We're going to need to, you're going to eat broccoli lost. and chicken at lots of water. You're going to you're gonna need to go to bed like three hours earlier. And you're um, deficient in vitamin D. So we're going to talk don't, about that. Don't make it scary or hard. Make it feel doable. We're like, awesome. We're going to get you in here. We're going to start you off. You know, you said you like to, you wanted to start during the week. We'll come three days a week. Sound reasonable. I get the number. So you like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You like, oh, you too. Okay. Got You're it. also making appointments in there. I'm making a plan. So it's like, awesome. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you said you like evening time. This five o'clock. You came in for the session. That works for you. You got a five thirty class. Perfect. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday is five We'll start off three days a week and we're going to help you with, we're going to help you dial in your diet, help you what to eat, what not to eat. So you feel good, recover fast. Um, and you're never doubting what you need to do to put in your body to make progress. Um, and I, I think something that is, uh, that, that might make people uncomfortable is like, you're at, like, if we go back a step and you're asking all these questions, which is like, some people are like, man, it feels like I'm digging a little too deep and, and it, and they're uncomfortable with it. But if you understand that what knowing those things about that person do for you when you interact with them, like if I know this person is dealing with depression or has had some sort of tragedy in their life, like. We interact differently. Why? Because you're probably an empathetic person if you're a box owner. Like, like that's just who they are by nature. So, like, use that, right? Because you show up as a better person when I understand, like, this, oh, this person's dealing with some shit. Mm -hmm. They're not just here because, like, they just wanted to start moving again. Like, they have gone through, like, some pretty hard times. And I'm like, we interact differently. Like, my tone changes. Like, my posture changes. Like, how I design the workout and I take you through. All of that changes now. Well, it goes back to questions, pull, answers, push. Right. Right? You're, you're just, as Marcus has been saying, building rapport, building rapport, making connection. So by the time you're ready for the offer, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And another piece to just kind of like put a bow on it is my goal is to help you solve this problem and then some 10 times over. You're going to make friends here. You're going to, this is going to be your next, right. your, it's not your just third place. Good for the wedding. It's 100%, 100%. all these other things. So what I, I want to have that energy of... I'm looking like I'm, I'm planning on seeing you three days a week minimum we've established. 
probably forever if I do my job right, right? A decade of this. So I'm going to talk to you that same way. So I'm thinking like, I want to set you up for the next decade. So how, what's my energy going to be like? How am I going to talk to you? What kind of questions do I want to ask if I need to think that long-term, right? Yeah. And so you get to the point to where you then offer your memberships and then you ask, you say, awesome. So, you know, this is the options that we've got. And, you know, based on your goal, 10 months out, our 12 month membership is going to be our best offer for you or the best option for you anyway. Um, but here are, here are our prices. Our month to month goes like this, 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 this based on your goal, the 12 is going to be your best bet. Which one you want to go for? Right. I'm not asking you, do you want to sign up? Right. You're not, you're not asking you already told a yes me or, you're here and you're we just talked. You're not asking a yes or no question. We just spent 45 yeah. minutes getting to know each other. Are you explaining your problem and how, how it's screwed so up So do you want to get started? And I'm like, no, the answer is like, can you start tomorrow? Right. Cool. We, we've got, uh, I'll get you going with your onboarding yeah. tomorrow. Um, 5 p.m. work for you too. Here's how it works. So this goes into kind of that last piece, what you just outlined there. Like these are all the things that you track because it makes it so much easier to start to pinpoint the things that need to get fixed. So let's just say that somebody's struggling in that conversion and they're like, man, they're coming in and they're just not signing up. I'm like, great. Now I know that everything up to that point has been working rather effectively. Something inside of this sale is broken. You don't to tweak. Yeah, something that yep. you said is either like shouldn't be said, is out of order, was said the wrong way. So now we get to go to the point that is actually broken and try to fix it relatively quickly. And it might just be like, hey, say those out of order. Or like, you don't even need to give those options, right? Those are for you on the back end. Just tell them these two, make it simple. But this is the point of tracking because when you track and you know what's happening at each one of those steps, again, make the numbers simple. I had 10 leads come through. Well, if they start dropping off dramatically at point C, What's happening at point C that that is, that that is now in. the case? I zoom in on that and I start having discussions with the coaching staff or whoever's making the phone call or whatever. And I'm like, and this is how you start to improve the conversion rate. The first thing is like you have to know where the actual problem is. So like what you're trying to establish here is a blend of the qualitative and quantitative aspects of sales, which is like, I want to be real high on the qualitative, right? I mean, I want it to have like an amazing experience. I want to connect. I want to do all those other things. And then I want the quantitative. I'm like, what are the numbers? Like, how do I improve that? How do I improve the quantitative by leading with qualitative? And that's the important piece here, right? It's not just numbers and just putting people through the shoot. It's like great experience. And then how do I optimize that so that everybody gets a better experience when they come through? Get to know them, learn what they're here for and why it's important to them, and then bridge the gap between what they are, where they're at and where they're trying to go, utilizing what we do, and then ask them, which one, which option you want to go for those four points right there are already going to help you tremendously. And then with, we can talk about integration, all that. Yeah. This is where you then have them sign up. You exchange money, you do any paperwork you want to get them going. You sold good, good job. That's what we're talking about on the next part. Part three is all about client integration. Yep. If you enjoyed that, if that helped you think about and refine your sales process, it's a fraction of what we cover inside Affiliate University. Hit the website, besthouroftheirday.com to learn more. We will see you on part three, client integration. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. 
If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.